Hi, I'm Evan. And I'm Spencer. We are the Orchestrian. And you're listening to NWCZ Radio. I'm Fraser. I'm Ted. And I'm Stephen Douglas. And you're listening to NWCZRadio.com. We're in the band Midstock. Fuck yeah. You're surfing through another dimension. A dimension of podcasts and real-time streaming. Of content both live and, quote-unquote, on tape. It covers Washington, Oregon, B.C., and even Idaho. Existing between the summit of man's technology and the depths of his cave. There's the web banner up ahead. Your next stop, the Northwest Convergence Zone. Yeah, yeah. Welcome back to the Northwest Convergence Zone. We're glad you clicked on episode two and continue the journey with us. You sound like you're in puberty, bro. Well, I just about threw my voice out yesterday and last night. So. Hey, that was some 1776 right there. With yep. some, uh, that's some good summer tunes right there. One of the best uh, mystery-ish, unknown-ish bands you're going to run into. And they're on a label, too. Same label as like the Dandy Warhols and stuff. You know, you want to get a hold of them, you got to like contact their like Ooh, high school uh, guidance counselor or something. I don't even know. I did meet the mysterious <laughs> uh, mystery band last night, a couple of the members. Yeah. And uh, they were actually supposed to stop by today, but they had to jet out of town early. Tests tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, hopefully we can get those cats on soon. We're I, saying I, that because they're young guys. Yeah, I, mean, they I, I like their. Guys. I really like really their sound. Young guys. Real young guys, lots of hair. And yeah, <laughs> but really young guys, and it's like you're watching a, a bit of Cream, a bit of the Stones, some of the animals. Yeah, I mean, those, these what these guys channel and uh, it's amazing and bring out. Uh, both, you know, just in showmanship and do the know, music. Wow. They do have a new manager, ooh, so maybe ooh. there's a contact point right there <laughs> besides grandma. Hey, yeah. next time Johnny comes over, you know, you send him our way. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. Hey, uh, Big D here. And, of course, we've got the Gimmer and Double D and Greg Ross sitting in. It's a big sausage fest here today, folks, because mm-hmm. Voxy... Voxy not here today. Uh, <laughs> did run into Voxy. Actually, I got a call. I was in church. Phone buzzes and, uh, you know, so I got to wait till the sermon's over and everything. And I'm like, oh, geez, what's going on now? So I go out and it's Foxy in her finest, you know, nicest voice. Hi, Big D. This is Foxy. And it's such a nice day. And Pouring the syrup on Yeah, on just, the text, you know, you're the, the, be- you're the best. I love you so much. And so she was lying? Yeah, she was totally lying, man. I could read right through it. She was like, she was playing hooky is what it is. Yeah. And so. Nice day. She wanted to take her So then out. after church, I, you know, the wife and I go down to the taste to meet up with some friends. We're walking through the crowd and here comes flower child boxy it's like a it's like a big rainbow of sunshine floating through the crowd in all seriousness foxy have a good day yes, you deserve a day off absolutely yeah and uh she well, rocked it yesterday at, at I, the hemp fest that's what i heard and i hope she actually comes back on our show sometime yeah now you got me today <laughs> and so yeah. we, so we got Sorry. the deep we got the deep <laughs> 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 
Jeez. No, we're happy. <laughs> we got Eeyore Greg Roth from uh, SMI, Seattle Music Insider. Okay. <laughs> no, we're always glad to have you along, brother, because you know the, you got a lot of stuff going on over there. Fill us in on I what's do. happening at uh, Seattle Music Insider. Well, I just happen to be in town. <laughs> um, no, uh, you know, a lot of stuff going on. I mean, last week you heard my interview with Mr. Hanks, Colin Hanks, uh, amazing that's tom hanks's son that's tom hanks i you know i don't you know i didn't i didn't go there because i he's his own man and he's his own talent and uh orange county is enough for me orange (laughs) county and he's gonna be on dexter uh this year on showtime and he's he's good in band of brothers band oh band of brothers he was great and he's got this movie lucky but no a fascinating interview anybody that loves great music and anybody that 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 spent time and hours in tower records like i did uh, all of us did yeah Yeah. exactly i I probably owe (laughs) so much money to the tower (laughs) records video oh yeah Yeah, Yeah. yeah, but then the suddenly disappeared i was like i thought he was gonna say you owe so much to him because he was ripping off cd no that's exactly what i thought he was saying that's why that's why they instituted the backpack at the desk (laughs) rule because the gimmer it used to be the, the Gimmer Pack, right? Yeah. It was the Gimmer Law. <laughs> I, I walk through the doors and it goes, do, 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 do. That was the, the initial. That after, after that, they're like, you know, we could probably put tags and things. And but walk the out. Gimmer discount. But, you know, for, uh, you know, for a long time, uh, you know, those of us who have been, you know, audiophiles for years and years, yeah. we remember Peaches. We remember... Yeah. Um, 56th and uh, Pacific. Yeah, Hastings. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I mean, just been, there's been some great stores down through the ages, but the last of the great, great stores, Tower Records. as far as the chain goes, was Tower Records. Mm-hmm. And it shocked us all when Tower Records. I, a, I was shocked when they first moved. Remember yeah. when they moved over down? Uh, they moved down the road to a little bitty tiny place yep. uh, over there by the Seattle Center. And I was like, what is going on here? This isn't, can't be good. And then pretty soon, poof, they're gone. Yeah. Um, so. Well, on 38th Street, too, you know, here, as, you know, uh, those of us who are living in Tacoma, you know. Yeah, yeah. And that, and and what always cracks me up, though, because they're going through that right now with, uh, is that Borders over there that's going down on yep. 38th Street? Yep. All these places. And they put these huge banners in the window. Yeah. 50%, 75%, and then way down little, it's really small, it says up to. Yeah, you know, it's like there's a few books that they're like blowing out, and the rest of them you walk. You're like, I'm gonna get a great deal on this right. book that I want, and no, it's still marked up. Yeah, know? but we all know everything still must go. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. So what did uh, I listened to the interview? Maybe a lot of people didn't. What, yeah. what did uh, What did he have to say? What did Mr. Hanks have to talk about? Well, it was great. I mean, we talked from everything about the history of Tower Records, how he got involved in the project. Um, because he's making a movie about it. Because he's making a movie about it. But it, it's near and dear to his heart because he grew up in Sacramento, which is home of the original Tower Records. And uh, so I think it had it, it's truly a labor of love for him. And also, Colin loves music, man. I mean, he really loves music. He's a big vinyl collector. And the one thing we didn't talk about as much in the interview, but like when he goes into another city to do a movie, mm-hmm. he'll, he actually brings a turntable with him. And he will only play what records he buys in that city because he wants to listen to what he's feeling while he's in that city and nice. play something support the local economy yeah and also play something that's kind of indicative uh, that, that's representative of the region in the city that he's in at the time he's 
filming. It's really interesting, but he's a, he's a great guy and he's a new dad. He's got a, a four month old, you know, baby and, and, uh, he's working on, like I said, he's going to be on Showtime. Uh, he's got a new movie called Lucky coming out. Um, but this project is really something he's extremely passionate about. It's and, like a total labor yeah. of love, right? It's, I mean, he's looking for that. donations. Yeah. Yeah. For this thing. And I know you're vested in, I am, invested yeah. in it. I am. And there's, you, you have a link, right? That people can go yeah, to. Yeah. People and, can go to Seattle. Some um, cool stuff available yeah. if you want to drop some coin uh, on this thing. I'm yeah, there's some d- good incentives, yeah. Sneak into the old man's office and pull out the old Rolodex. That's Jeez, what I'm how about. hard is this? God. <laughs> well, you know, he got Dude, a lot just of... just take like a half hour of his next film. Right. Yeah. Uh, he got a lot of flack about that, but here's the thing, man. He's his own man. And, and, oh, I know. Yeah. And, and number one, and number two, the, the reason he wanted to go through Kickstarter is he wants the people, he wants people like me, you, them, it's our movie to have ownership and right. to really... And, to, and it's about all of us and, and everybody that loves music that grew up in a Tower Records store has a story. And so he he wanted to go in that direction to to ha- to have that ownership and, and, and folks being real stakeholders in the movie. Yeah. Double D's motioning at me that he went into Tower Records one time and it was by accident. He was looking for a 67 actually, Ford yeah. uh, Actually, it was because uh, uh, there was a car broken out front and I was trying to fix it. You had to use the and phone. And it was snowing and I... <laughs> Had to step inside. What's for a this minute. PlayStation thing? <laughs> and I, I mean, that's actually true. <laughs> hey, I'll tell you this though. You know, uh, Tower Record going down was a big blow to everybody. But I'll tell you when the end of the world really is gonna is gonna hit is when we lose something like Amoeba Records. Which is down in California. Colin, that's his favorite record store. It's everybody. He loves Anybody who's ever been records, there, yeah. it will it completely blows your mind. But if we lose like okay, Amoeba goes down, and then you locally we lose like Easy Street, uh, Easy Street yeah. or Sonic, Sonic Boom. Boom. Yeah, you know any of those worlds over, man. I'm I, I will go into a huge depression. And and Sonic Boom, just say that they're done on Capitol Hill. I don't uh, know. I haven't heard. That's that. disappointing because it's a great well, store. I, th- I think they yeah. just they uh, said something to the effect that. Uh, uh, it's not a viable business mm. any longer on Capitol wow. Hill. All right, that so, rent probably went up. Probably um, they, yeah. they like to move those those guys out. The yeah. rent is too damn high. Which yeah. makes me wonder how guys like here over here on Sixth Ave, like uh, Rocket yeah. Records or Golden yeah. Oldies, those guys yeah. hang out because I I mean I rarely see people in there yeah. and you know they they must just have super low rent. But we got to keep we got to move on, man. Greg, everybody, tell it real quick the website SeattleMusicInsider.com, and I now have a mobile app you can download as well. Awesome, man. See, you guys on top of it. That's why we like him. That's why we have him on NWCZRadio.com. I'm a geek. Uh, This first (laughs) band that we're going to talk to this hour is a kick-ass band. I think if you don't know who they are, I think you need to stand up and pay attention. This is Midstock.
All right, everybody, that song is titled Blackwater, and we've been playing that a lot on NWCC Radio, especially on New Music Monday, because this is a band that's new to us. Gamer, I got to tell you, man, any band that sells uh, LPs and shot glasses mm, yeah. and, and uh, cites <laughs> they're, they're whiskey yeah. as an influence, yeah. I'm all about it, man. We got them in the studio today. We're talking to Midstock. We have Fraser, Ted, and Steve in the studio. Welcome to the show, guys. Right on. Thanks. Thanks. It's good to have you guys in. Uh, this is a band that I've recently become familiar with, and I'm hooked. That's all I can say, because they have badass music. They have a kick-ass attitude, and uh, they've been playing where the Harleys roll. So that's always the plus in my book, and I'm looking forward to seeing these guys. They have a big party coming up on July 30th. It's a CD release show for their new EP, The Devil's Whiskey. It's going to be at the Hard Rock in downtown Seattle. If you look at their website, which is a great website, by the way, guys, and we'll have a link to it off of our our main page, they don't say upcoming shows, upcoming gigs or whatever. It's upcoming parties. So you got to like that. Uh, so, hey, Midstock, you guys tell us, uh, you guys been around for quite some time. Uh, you guys been rocking the Northwest scene. Tell us about the uh, the inception and the journey of Midstock to where we're at today. Wow. The journey. Um, Go. Well, it has to begin with you two. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess ticking. that starts with uh, Ted and I and our other guitarist, Kenny. Uh, in school, we met back in junior high. Yeah. We met. We started playing together. They started playing together first. Guys are Northwest boys. Yeah, grew up in Bothell, right around that area. Okay, I like it when guys even today still call middle school junior high. Man. I love yeah. that. They already, they're already even another level up with me. That's Just right, right, man. From your I vernacular. went to junior high. There was no <laughs> middle, middle school. 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 <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's that's where we met. Um, we uh, the other guitar player, Kenny, and I. We had a. Uh, we hated each other. We hated each other. <laughs> um, turns out we uh, we can play guitar all right together and started hanging out. Turns out we had a lot in common. New Fraser here. Um, made him skip school, go buy a bass or drums. It was his choice. <laughs> nice. And, Kidnapped. Uh, uh, he chose high. bass, and uh, lucky for us. And then, uh, yeah, went through a different, uh, few different types of styles with bands until we found what we were looking for is that uh, high-energy rock. And uh, got a rock solid. What now? Six years ago? Uh, almost seven years. Almost seven. And Midstock has always has it always been the name? No. no. Uh, Stomping Ground was the first name tentatively. We had, we had we went through a phase of looking for names <laughs> right. and trying to find something that wasn't taken. You know, the worst part about <laughs> googling. Uh, well, there was no Google probably back then. <clears throat> oh yeah. Was oh, there? Oh yeah. Back I'm, then. I'm it older. wasn't like ninety five. Back then. <laughs> I don't know how far back you guys are going looking for, for band names. I mean, I'd call them up on the walkie-talkie. I'm like, I got a great idea for a new uh, song. Page me, bro. I knew I shouldn't have drank last night. I'm looking pretty rugged, I guess. <laughs> so how did you settle on the on the name Midstock? Where does this come from? Uh, what, what's the uh, what's the story behind that? Why don't you handle that one, Fraser? Well, um, it's my idea, bitch. Basically... <laughs> It was Steve's idea, actually. But, but uh, he tells a better story, though. Yeah. Ba- basically, what happened is uh, we all got together, and we all uh, whipped out our uh, our instruments, and I had the bigger guitar, so we used my last name. That's, that's, actually, your, that's, that's your... true, actually. <laughs> yeah, awesome. the biggest instrument. Now, you guys, uh, you know, for a band from Seattle, you guys have had some pretty cool uh, events go for you. I know um, looking through your your different pages of uh, information and so forth. You guys entered a battle of the bands that was sponsored by Harley Davidson. That's always a, a cool event just to be a part of, right? And then you guys sure. won, oh, yeah. won the prize. 
and got to go to Sturgis. Tell us about that experience. Well, it was... Uh, We'd love to, but we can't remember. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, I remember the drive. Perfect. <laughs> the drive there. And, and, and the drive back, I slept. And so, then what happened in between, man... It's, it's a blur. Yeah. Yeah. I remember we, some what, times on stage, it was pretty cool. But. You got all these tats. Like, when I went, I actually didn't have any tattoos. <laughs> By the time we came back, fully asleep. I went to Mormon, and I came back atheist tattooed. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> he left Mormon, came back Martian. Yeah, well, no, because it is a... Cr- it's a crazy event, man. Um, what year? What year were you at the Sturgis event? Oh, seven, oh eight, oh nine. Yep. Okay. We got invited back for the two years after that. Yeah, I haven't been in a long time, uh, but I went back in like the uh, late eighties uh, to to Sturgis a couple oh, of years yeah. in a row. Well, it's pretty hard hitchhiking on people at back to people's bikes, right? <laughs> Especially if they have their woman on there. <laughs> Where'd you stay when you were there? Uh, in a tent, man. You know, I mean, we were, we were, uh, you know, where the main, the main arena is. And then they have all the parking that's kind of, uh, I think it was west of it. And then beyond that, there was like this big field and you just, people just set up tents and like Winnebago's, I, it's all changed now. I know it's corporate. Yeah. It's very corporate now. Back then it was still like, I mean the, the, the motorcycle rodeo was basically they did, they, they parked cars in a big circle and put tires out and you know, you just kind of signed a, a, a little sheet and they call your name and if you weren't there then fuck you you're out (laughs) (laughs) so that's why i was curious about your experiences there um also you guys got to open up uh for aerosmith how how'd that happen well it was just it it was just a a part of being there playing it it was the one year that they had aerosmith there out at the the chip uh, legendary buffalo chip um, it was uh, actually it was on the side stage, but it was before they were playing. So doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah, no. but no, it was great because there was just uh, just a shit ton of people just coming in, getting ready for them, and uh, uh, doing our, our best to hook them as they came yeah, in the gate. Right. You will <laughs> yeah. stop. You will stop right now. Wireless guitar. It's kind of like those guys playing mics. playing the rock and roll marathon. You know, all those bands right. on Saturday. <laughs> Where are you going? Yeah, everybody <laughs> like everybody hears like three seconds of your music as they trot, trot on by. It's like I've never understood that. Yeah, then they're humming this. Song on the way home, yeah. you know, they're going, Who was that? I don't, I don't, I don't know. even know. I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's, it's ingrained uh, in me. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, people went in, they would, what would happen is like a lot of people would go in with like their, their wife or their girlfriend or a group or whatever, and somebody would go in and save their spot up in front down by the main stage, and then they'd go up. Other people would go out, go get beer, and stop and hang out. So you, you caught that crowd. Oh, yeah. Excellent. Oh, our crowd drinks a lot. I'm telling you, every man, every bar, every club around town, I think wants Midstock rolling into town. All right, let's go into another song. This is titled Bullet.
right, name of the track is Bullet. Our guest today, Midstock, and they are uh, he- go- running headlong to their July 30th CD release party uh, at the Hard Rock in Seattle. This is your third EP, correct? Uh, second EP. Third CD release. Yeah. And uh, Bullet, that is, is, that's on the new EP? Yes, yep. sir. Yep. All right, so a little sneak peek right there. Who you got playing with you on that show up there? Superfecta yeah. and the Flanagan Precept. Cool. Yeah, I don't think I've heard of those. Guys. I've heard of Superfecta. Have you? That's yeah. it. I've just they're heard of them. Up, right. up north band. They're they're another kind of a party band. Cool. So you guys have been playing mm-hmm. around the uh, you know the Puget Sound area for quite some time. What are some of your places uh, favorite haunts, places to play, venues that uh, you know mean a lot to you guys? We like playing the Jet Bar, Mill Creek. We're uh, good friends with Steve, the owner. We've had uh, he owned a, a different bar up in off Payne Field called the uh, the Jet Deck. The Jet Deck. Yeah. And he got us one of our first shows. So All that's right. One of our well, I think, have you guys played at the Hard Rock yet? Yeah. Yeah, we played in October, November last it's a great year. Great room, isn't it? Yeah, it's it fun. Sound, sounds good in there. And For sure. Uh, in bring the, your credit card. Bring, <laughs> bring your credit card. <laughs> we drink in the van, dude. Oh, well. <laughs> no, I'm, not, I'm, ta- I'm talking to the listeners. Oh, yeah. yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Those yeah, that bring your credit card. Join well, us in the van. Unless yeah, you want yeah, to yeah, yeah, tell us where the van is, then we'll be at the van down by the river. Look for the Amber Alert white van, and you'll know where we're at. You know, whoever's driving that van has a molestache. I know it. He <laughs> does. got to be on there. It's weird. You just tagged it. It's yeah. perfect. I just shaved it. Shit, man. <laughs> so um, I know, uh, you know, a band like you guys, is, uh, just from listening to music, haven't seen you live. Uh, we're going to change that real soon, though. Um, seems like it's real uh, sort of alcohol-fueled testosterone rock, you know, like the crowds, you know, you guys seem to probably whip them into, you know, quite a frenzy and the beer's flowing, everything's going. You have to have some some great stories from the band's perspective looking out in the crowd what are some moments that stick out to you guys at some shows you've done that you just still talk about today remember that time oh uh, i can bring up one from uh our doc maynard show when it was still doc maynard's and still <laughs> oh, cool. the doc maynard i, think uh, way to I haven't heard that, that in a while yeah. yeah well it's gone to uh like a blues cover band place right, but now. it was a killer venue at it the was time, the man. bastion of rock Absolutely. and roll for a long time <laughs> and uh guy was up front just like completely stonewalling us like you see him bobbing his head and then he'd stop and look around <laughs> and just he's a big, he's a big guy, right? just big guy and uh was it like the impress me attitude kind of thing going yeah, on yeah pretty yeah. much and everyone else is rocking i mean it's just like the sea you know bouncing and this one guy just sitting there cross-armed and steve being the front man that he is is trying to razz him up a little bit and uh <laughs> puts his uh well first he takes his hat off and throws it on his head that kind of gets the guy going a little bit. And then uh guy yards him off the stage when Steve put his foot on his shoulder. <laughs> and just Roomy. yank, just off the stage, <laughs> lands on his back, and just keeps singing. Nice. Just keeps going. That's a true professional right there. Yeah. Nice. It was, it was While fending him off, what? I mean, how the rest of that goes? <laughs> Get yeah. off of me, no. Jesus! <laughs> no, after the initial act of aggression and everyone converged on big asshole um <laughs> everything was fine everything was fine <laughs> would it take like four guys to like crowd surf that guy out of the out of the room yeah. or no he he promptly disappeared you know and it's one of those things it wasn't really keeping tabs i was just laughing too hard right yeah. he was fine that's what mattered yeah i would imagine uh you know a lot of guys coming to this show therefore a lot of girls are there you guys get a lot of the hotties at the show yes as the front man you're looking down in the crowd. You're seeing what's going on. We have a good mix of people. Yeah, men, women, old, old and young. It's crazy. We don't really have a set demographic. 
Now, outside of touring, uh, I mean, obviously you guys went over, you know, to Sturgis and stuff like that. Have you guys done any kind of a, like a West Coast tour? You guys toured outside of the area very much? You guys solid right here? We uh, we went down to Portland once. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. I mean, no, for real, that's hilarious. You know, our band's been going for two years. We've been, you know, all over a lot of places. And yet Portland, Zippo. You know, so here you guys, you know, been around they seven, broke in. seven years. You know, Portland was. Where'd you guys Portland. play in Portland? Oh, I don't remember, I don't remember the place. Yeah, how'd that go It'll for you? It'll come to me, but it won't come <laughs> to me until like three hours. It, it was an all right show. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know, nothing special other than the fact that it was in Portland. It was in Portland, was, yeah. yeah that was kind of cool. Crossing borders and uh, breaking boundaries. Um, <laughs> and we played in Salem, I think, a couple times. Or wait, it was Salem, Salem once and Eugene once. Oh, Salem, really? Yeah. I didn't even know they had bands in Salem. Yeah, neither, neither, neither did we. I think it was like a party or something that we ended up going down for. Oh, yeah, it was a, It was somebody's. Something like that, yeah. We yeah. drank too much. We can't remember the story. <laughs> we played, it was a party. There's the state fair, and they have a couple of stages, uh, or the county fair or something in downtown. And then now, I lived there for a while. I don't remember ever seeing any places where bands played. It was like it was like a ghost town. Yeah, no, it was, it was, it was some. It was, it was like a, this weird bar place that, like. It was sectioned off. There was like a dance floor in one wing and then this other place in, in the other wing. Right. And before <laughs> I get a bunch of emails, Salem, I know things have changed. Everything's I, yeah. cool there and there's lots of bands. Do they still have the there. insane asylum in Salem? Absolutely, man. Okay, it's right, right downtown, right down the street from the pen. <laughs> oh, maybe I is. worked at the insane asylum. <laughs> right. awesome. I had to get out before they committed me. Oh, Midstock dot com is Midstock. Midstock. Sorry. Midstockmusic.com. Oh, I, knew I, I, I knew I was going to do it once. Midstock. Midstock. And it's spelled M-I-D-S-T-O-K-K-E. Midstock. Stockmusic.com is the website, and uh, I, I'm encouraging you guys to go into the store because these guys have some cool stuff for sale. Like before, I mentioned there's a shot glass in there, mm-hmm. and these guys sell vinyl, but it's on back order. Is that what I was? Is that oh, what it's not vinyl. Our albums we have to re up on our discs. Oh, okay. So you're telling lies about them now, Daryl? No, it said LP. I, right. I assume an LP would be vinyl. All right. You pull up the store, I'll do it right here. You guys are in trouble now. <laughs> uh, pulling it up. So it's an LP. It's uh, the first album. Okay. Oh, is that the first? Oh, okay. It's got it 10, might be. 10, 11 songs on it. Of course, oh. now it won't come up. So 11. there we go. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I lied. Sorry, guys. Uh, don't beat me up, man. <laughs> All right, let's go to another track. This is uh, also off of the brand new uh, CD that's coming out called The Devil's Whiskey. And I want a shot of that. Because
All right, Second Chance is the name of the track, and that is off of the uh, brand new EP that is uh, about to be released. The Devil's Whiskey Midstock is the band, and they're our guest today. And <clears throat> just so you know, I'm not crazy. Mm-hmm. I did pull up the merch page, and there is it says Private Stock LP. Mm-hmm. That to me insinuates it's vinyl. Sure. But for you and for a price, we can you will put press that on a vinyl. vinyl. Okay. <laughs> is it supposed to say EP? Well, if it's more than a certain amount of songs, it's an it's LP. It's an LP. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Uh, cool T-shirts and so forth. Now, I know a lot of your stuff, uh, of course, is available on iTunes. And when this CD is, uh, your new uh, EP is dropped, where can people pick that up? Um, well, through iTunes. It's going to be on Amazon. And we're going to host it also on our website, midstockmusic.com. And most importantly, at the uh, Hard Rock in Seattle at uh, on July 30th. I, I assume you'll have copies on hand. That's the yeah, idea. Yeah. That might be a good yeah, idea. Touche, yeah. Radio Man. Touche. <laughs> we probably should bring some. Well, yeah. It happens. It happens it, to some bands. I've been to know. CD release wow. parties where there was no CD. <laughs> we, uh, burnt off, we burnt off you three song samples. Here you go. Yeah, it's They're still coming. Uh, front, you know, you know, it was like, late or great. whatever, you know. So, Wonderful. Uh, yeah, that was always, I was like, what? Really? And the band didn't play. Wow. Which was really weird. So you just sat there and listened to it and all sat around. I was like, what the hell is Ted? this? Uh, that's faking the funk right there yeah. <laughs> I don't want to give their name but it's a big name too it's somebody Ooh. you would recognize uh-huh. uh, Double D was there with me mm, we'll um, have to pick your brain off air yeah here. we'll do that off air we don't <laughs> need to do that <laughs> so, uh, so this being your uh, your third or yeah. fourth fourth release third, third release um, how do you guys feel as a band you guys have progressed as your, as your you know your sound has it changed are you guys trying to maintain you know what you've established for your fan base what what's what's going on with the music end i think the sound is finally coalesced into something that is ours entirely it's not rehash of prior projects it's everyone's thrown in and we're making a project that all of us can get behind and push the hell out of it you guys are proud of this this oh, yeah. is your baby you're putting out there for people yeah this one's a good one yeah yeah and uh what would surprise people let's say uh you guys uh sitting around or you're driving the, uh, to the show or whatever uh what would surprise people that because this is some you know this is some heavy music anything that would surprise people you guys listen to in your own personal time personal oh yeah lots of jazz lots of jazz fusion uh, some classical. Sometimes. Yeah, because you know people get the idea that you know that's as you're rolling around in your life, that's all you listen to is just this this style of music, and it's just that's the way you know you, you, rock and rollers live. That's usually just most metal guys, though. You know, you talk to a lot of metal guys. <laughs> that's true. That is you all know, they listen like, to. I went to that's the U2 look- concert. That was pretty badass. The U2 concert? Yeah, yeah I was there. I Don't was, get him talking check about it, it again. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't, come on. Uh, sound problems with Lenny Kravitz, and then you two came out and knocked it out of the park. <laughs> yeah, that was a good concert. Uh, the stage, and we, I don't want to go. God, the stage was geez, awesome. Wasn't I see it? what I'm yeah. getting at? Don't uh, get them started. Okay, don't get me started yeah. on the YouTube because I've seen you two many, many times, and that was uh, that was their latest incarnation. But we're talking about Midstock right here. <laughs> uh, their show is on July 30th, CD release at the Hard Rock in Seattle. How much are the tickets for that, guys? $100. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Send that to NWC. <laughs> we'll shoot those tickets right out we'll man. Shoot, yeah we'll, we'll print them up and we're selling tickets for ten dollars before the show and then day of the show it's twelve dollars and uh you have is it are they running out you guys getting close uh you guys have plenty if you if you need one you'll get one we got you awesome well yeah we can get them okay very good <laughs> they they are running out so we'll get them quick 
Yeah, and how would people contact you on that? On your Facebook, or through your contact off of your uh, website? Yeah, Facebook, our website. If you're fortunate enough to know one of us, then call us or email <laughs> us. I guess. And their phone number is 555. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, speaking of you know uh, people coming to the show, it seems like you guys have developed a pretty solid core fan base. Um, what it, what what would you what would you say describes your fans? The people that come. You, earlier, you said you have a, a wide range of fans. Um, what are they? Uh, are they stockheads, or you guys have names for them yet, or uh, people that follow mafia. you around? <laughs> Midstock mafia stalkers, nice. stock sluts. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, there's still those. Yeah, you got to be gender. You know. <laughs> and, well, no, actually, those probably are dudes. Actually, you know, and you know what this, I mean. Yeah, uh, stalkers. Well, <laughs> I didn't right, want to guys. get into that on air, man, but thanks. <laughs> thanks. Our, I'd like to say our fans are people who just want to get down and just forget about life for a while and just get loose and crazy. Yeah, right. there was... Uh, get uh, wrecked. There was something... <laughs> that happens a lot. Lots of that, yeah. Because <laughs> I, I read that you guys are really... Uh, it says you guys really appeal to... Or try to appeal to like the working man, the working woman, somebody who's just uh, wants to you know cut loose for a little bit and... Um, you know, show up, have a really good time, kind of forget things for a while, and then you know, drift back into whatever Monday morning in reality. Uh, how, how do you guys? How are you guys feeling about the way you're accomplishing that? I think we're projecting that very well. I go back uh, Monday to my day job just fine. <laughs> <laughs> so does Gimmer. Ted's on always the couch. Ted's always referred to us as the underdogs, kind of uh, blue collar underdogs. Mm-hmm. Huh? And uh, whiskey being one of your influences, what whiskey are That's you the, drinking? Ooh. That's the main influence. Ooh, oh, Evan man. Williams Green Label, best of the bottom. Best of the, <laughs> the bottom. Best of the bottom, show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Old granddad. B- yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, buddy. Nice. Triple charcoal filter. Oh, oh, shit. Oh. I'm familiar. I'm familiar. Uh, the Devil's Cut, Jim Beam. That's actually pretty good. Just tried that. That just came out. Yeah. Very yeah. good. That did. Uh, any, Boule. Anything expensive. <laughs> Anything expensive, you can get us a shot. Scotch, thirty-year-old scotch is awesome. Bring it up to the stage, right? Yes, that's right. All right, you guys. Hey, thank you so much for being here, and best of luck with this uh, your your upcoming uh, CD release party, which is I think is what it's going to be. Listening to uh, what you guys are laying out there. The name of the EP is the Devil's Whiskey. Quick plug. Yes, produced by Justin Armstrong, Grammy Award-winning. Yeah. Um, give some props to him. Dave Matthews, Damian Marley, Peter Frampton, recorded at uh, Robert Lang Studios in Seattle. Your experience with working with him, how was that? Blurry. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of Evan Williams. <laughs> it was great. Actually, it captured our energy. It's our best recording to date. Yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, cool. You know, he's a cool guy. And, hell, hell of a cool guy. And to uh, get into the uh, internal workings just a little bit, the reason for the album being called Devil's Whiskey was because... We had offered him Evan Williams, and he's like, I'm not drinking that devil's whiskey shit. <laughs> <laughs> and, it, and then nice. we went into a jam of it, just messing around, and he hit record when he got back in the sound booth, and turned out great, and just kind of went from there. Oh, so he's kind of a whiskey snob, that's what we're saying. Oh, well, we, we turned him. We turned him. <laughs> yeah, we, oh, we turned you? him. <laughs> By the time you left, he was on the floor. Just try it. All just, right, just put good. it up against your lips. It'll be just fine. It, yeah. yeah. <laughs> trust me. Trust me. I'll make you popular. <laughs> <laughs> the right girls now, will popular. dig you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Fraser, Ted, and Steve, thank you guys so much for coming in. Midstock's the band. You can listen to uh, their music right here on NWCZ Radio. Thanks for stopping by the studio. Right on, man. Rock steady. Rock and roll. Hey, South Sounders, looking for something to do? Check out the Tacoma Comedy Club. 
Hey, South Sound comedy fans, come on down to downtown Tacoma. Tuesday night, they've got live music now. It's $5, doors open at 7, show at 8 o'clock. Wednesday night is open mic night. You think you're funny? You make your friends chuckle at parties and whatnot? Bring it. $5, 7 to 9 o'clock. 9 to close is singer-songwriters, all ages till 11 p.m. Thursday night is Jubal Flag Presents at 8 p.m. The cover of this is $10. Who's Jubal? Jubal writes things for uh, radio stations all around the country. You can find him every morning on Moving 92.5 FM. And what he does is he brings in a lot of headliners who are playing on Friday or Saturday night around the Northwest, brings them down on Thursday night. You get a cheaper show and bigger talent. That's just that easy. Friday and Saturday night. One of the NWCZ's all-time favorite guests, Rebecca Corey. Maybe she'll bring her dogs with her. You know, yeah, yeah buddy. So uh, two shows Friday, two shows Saturday, eight o'clock and ten thirty. Covers fifteen dollars, and it's worth every damn penny. Get on out there to the Tacoma Comedy Club. Tacoma Comedy Club, located at nine three three South Market, or give them a call at two five three two eight two seven two zero three. All right, name of the song is Chick Chick Boom, one that you can hear right here on NWCZ Radio uh, quite often, a band titled the Orchestrion, and it's a three-piece band that makes up an orchestra. Mm. So that's pretty cool. Band out of Seattle, we're happy to have Spencer and Evan in the studio with us. You guys, how's it going? Good. It's Thanks going for having well. us. Good. It's good to have you guys in, and uh, the Orchestrion, also managed by... Lilith. Lilith, yes. Ding. The lovely Lilith. <laughs> the lovely Lilith. You got to have a British, yeah, you got to start a British thing going there with, yeah. the, with the way you talk. I'm Lilith and I'm the manager. Mm-hmm. That'd be awesome. <laughs> Don't make but you we're talking about my the, blade. We're talking about the Orchestrion. And, you know, for a while we actually had it wrong up on the website. We had it, or, or, how did we have that? Or, Orchestrion? Or, I don't know. We had Orgasmatron. It. So we got to say we're sorry about that. Oh, no. It's not uh, the first time. I'm, I was going to ask you, is that the, do when people like uh, announce you guys or does anybody from the stage announce you, they're like, you just want to say the orchestration. That's yeah. That's, that's what, what I, the, the the mind plays on your you know the tricks on you when you're reading that. But it's orchestrian, and uh, let's talk about you guys. Uh, you guys have a couple of dates coming up that you're going to be playing the Lighthouse in Des Moines on July 16th, and then August 26th and 27th. This sounds like a good time. Timeout Saloon in Kittitas, which the Gimmer was telling us earlier uh, off the mic that that was a home uh, a home base for you. 
Two doors down, literally. <laughs> you went one door, and then there was the street, and then there was the. Then there was the saloon. Yeah. All right. So good times. You guys have. Uh, <laughs> you guys will be rolling in Gimmer's old neighborhood. <laughs> Tell us about the uh, Orchestrian as a band, your evolution, and um, so forth. Because uh, you guys have been through some members and and had some different instruments that yes. have uh, graced the stage with you, and then they 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 went on. How, tell us a little bit about that process. Well, uh, originally I started uh, writing songs with uh, uh, two friends of mine who play upright bass and cello. And so I was writing the guitar more as a backing instrument where um, I felt like the melodies that the uh, cello were upholding were going to be the main focus. Kind of, uh, and that was kind of where the name grew out of initially. Um, and then, so we started that, and then a couple months later, um, Evan and uh, Evan and I had known each other um, through various percussion ensembles, and uh, we we met through um, hip hop actually. I saw that. That I found that fascinating because mm-hmm. you guys are like about as far away from hip hop as one can imagine. <laughs> and that's but my you, fault. But you guys, you guys enjoy hip hop, and that's how you guys sort of uh, connected. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. We were on a. It was a percussion festival. We both went to a SPU. And a percussion festival down in Oregon, and uh, we met through another friend of ours, uh, Isaac Rubio, and he was sitting making beats and writing raps, and then uh, so we kind of formed us bonded, being that the non non traditional SPUers, <laughs> being that we were the rule breakers. But uh, we've had a lot of SPU uh, alum roll through the studio in bands. There's uh, something creative going on there. They put out a lot of good bands. They and, really and, do. And a lot of good teachers, I think. That's their, yeah. their two little yeah. things. Yeah. Well, my daughter yeah. will be graduating from there next year, so my whatever ne- whatever my she's going to be, it'll be great. Yeah, she's nice. a falcon, man. Yep. Congrats. <laughs> uh, so, so basically, we met, and then... Um, so, uh, But Evan and I only had really worked through the electronic medium, and then Evan came up to, uh, you know, I told Evan I was looking for a drummer, and he was just like, I want to try. I was like, okay. Um, and we started working with him, and then we uh, we lost the cellist to clown school. I saw that. I was I had to get the story on that. How? <laughs> so she found her calling in clowning, and then decided to what, go to Vermont or something like that. She is going to be listening to this tonight, so I'm going to be nice. I'm going to be nice. I I think uh, just like the Barnum and Bailey school. I, or? You know, I I don't know exactly, but she was wanting to do dance and trapeze and play cello. So as a clown, I, I think she wanted to be a Renaissance woman. Oh. Stephen so. Stephen King's um, School of Clownery. Wow, yeah. that would yeah. be a different kind of clown. Yeah, like, oh my god, that is that's well, that's kind of like a Cirque du Soleil type clown. I think right. you know. Mm-hmm. She, well, that's why some she could learn the like ribbon. Clowns. She could come strolling out of the ceiling playing a cello, <laughs> dressed up as a clown. It'd be amazing. Yeah. It'd be badass, is what yeah. it'd be. So if you're listening, get on that. There you go. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so you lost those members, and then uh, did you have to? Uh, adopt a different sound because you obviously didn't replace it would be hard to replace those kind of uh, instruments which was your driving force at the time and so and so evan and i uh we lost the basses shortly after that um and then so evan and i just started writing and um we we knew chris chris couture from coffee shop down the street from our house and uh, the initial time, we invited him for a recording in, right? Yeah, he was uh, finishing up a recording school, and he was our barista and just blown away that we 
practice at 10 a.m. on Thursdays. It's <laughs> like, what? So your day's off? It, yeah. And then also, it's just, we don't practice with whiskey. We practice with coffee. And so, <laughs> Get jacked up and yeah. off you go. Yep. Well, that's, but you know, that's probably left over from the college days, right? I mean, you're waking up, you got to get your Java and then you got to get mm-hmm. going on your, yeah. your, your classes and stuff. I mm-hmm. mean, you guys don't seem to be that far removed from school. When was the last time you guys, when did you guys leave SPU? Uh, yeah, it's been I don't know what at least six years. Yeah, so there's a little bit of that. Leave still in there. slash, you know, forced. Still out, having those dreams of waking up in class and not having your assignments uh, ready and that kind of stuff. And you're in your yeah. pajamas. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess the only difference between being in school now and being where we are is we're just juggling multiple jobs. <laughs> you know, it's it's the same sort of thing. It's just different. Awesome. Know? Well, let's go into another song. Uh, our band, our, our guest today, Orchestrian, Spencer and Evan are in the studio with us. This is titled Cackle and Caw. My name of the song is Cackle and Ka. Our guest today, the Orchestrian. Uh, for me personally, that has some uh, some fond memories of some like early U two stuff. It does. That's some really really. You guys have a very cool uh, sort of big kind of ethereal sound going on there. Uh, I did. I was looking at um, your Reverb Nation page, um, and under genres, it says uh, alternative, prog rock, and then there's one called shoegaze. I'm not familiar with that. Looking down at the ground at your shoes the whole show. Is that what that is? Yeah. It's sort of emo type stuff? Well, no, it's, it's, that a, it's, a, it's a... Is, it's, is it's, that really... Is there really... It's an offspring of emo, I think. Okay. Okay. I have not. I had not heard that, and I'm like, I have never heard of shoegaze. That must be something you guys but came I, up with. I think Chris put that one up there, and this is, the shoegaze is new to me. I said, shoegaze, huh? I don't know how to describe <laughs> it. <laughs> I've been to many, nothing. many record CD stores or whatever. I've never seen the shoegaze section. The shoegaze section, yes. They're like, oh, that's at Nordstrom, I believe. Yeah, that's in the back. <laughs> So, uh, again, a couple of uh, chances to catch Orchestrian in action at the Lighthouse in Des Moines on July 16th. I've not been to that venue, but I know there's, they're having some really good shows there. i have to check that out. And then August 26th and 27th at the Time Out Saloon in Kittitas. Now, how would uh, talking speaking of uh, descriptions of your music and so forth, um, you guys say you have an EP in the mix that's coming up. Uh, have you guys, how would you, if somebody just walked up to you and said, oh, you guys are in a band, what do you sound like? What, what are you telling them? That's the most difficult question that I think that we have get approached with, and that's something that everybody asks. And uh, we're still trying to figure that out. I mean, obviously, with the alternative and shoegaze 
but uh, we mainly kind of try to describe our influences and what, like, how we came to be, being that Chris Spencer and myself really grew up on way different music, and we come together as a band, and we play, you know, this music that, from, for, like, my perspective, being a drummer and growing up on hip-hop, I kind of have more, like, beat-oriented, like, grooves, and I'm, like, not a normal rock drummer, but yet playing in a rock band. And Spencer growing up on a lot of, like, uh, Radiohead and uh, being heavily influenced by Godspeed and Cigarose, like, more kind of, like, emotional, like, incredible music, kind of big-sounding and just intense stuff. Yeah, it's, a, it's a, it, you guys have a very interesting sound. I like it, personally. I think it's... Uh, it's very very cool. I oh, thank you. What does uh um what is a stage show? What what's that like for, from the crowd's perspective? We're watching you guys on stage. What what are we seeing? Are we seeing the shoegaze? Are we clowns guys- with cellos? <laughs> <laughs> clowns with cellos, indeed. I, I you know. I- <laughs> Do you guys have like uh because uh, I I'm just in my mind's eye. I'm envisioning you know like um. Uh, some really killer lights going around, uh, maybe like a, you know some sort of artistic video floating behind you guys, kind of thing. What, what's going on when you're on stage? We'll we'll get the light show once we set up a Kickstarter and people will buy all that stuff for us. But um, I I think uh, <laughs> the band wish list. The band wish list, yeah. Um, we do want one of those Mercedes Sprinters, you know, as a band van. And as a guest on our show today, <laughs> no, <I'm just> yeah. <laughs> as a consolation so, prize. So I, I think, okay. a, you know, if I was seeing us, uh, we, uh, I, myself is usually on stage, uh, I guess stage right, left from the audience perspective. Evan's in center and then Chris is in right. And, um, I think there's a lot of communication out in the audience. Um, and then, you know, I think uh, it's funny to look around because, like, Chris is, Chris is, he's the, in his own world, he's definitely got, like, some of that, like, just Zen master staring at the ground business. And then um, Evan, Evan and I make a lot of eye contact through it. Just a lot of the nature of our music is pretty heavily reliant on movement. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, we'll have A section goes six times and the C section goes five times. And then on the end of the fourth part for D comes the next section. So, so you guys are having to communicate kind of, you know, with nods or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Lots of nods. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also noticed that um, on your Facebook page, you guys said that your influences and you already talked about your influence music wise. But one of your influences, the topsy turvy weather. Is, mm-hmm. And uh, I know, Spencer, you spent some time in Texas, and also I think, you, uh, according to your bio, traveled around a bit. How long have you been in the Northwest? I originally moved up in uh, September 2001, okay. and then um, I was here for six years. I moved back to Texas briefly, and then moved up to Portland for two years, then moved back here. And what do what does one who's been <laughs> as a Texan? I'm, I got to ask this: what mm-hmm. what does one from Texas think of the weather here? man let's let's we could just talk about this spring man i've just i'm depressing isn't it Uh, yeah i think i was gonna lose it a little bit there yeah yeah a lot of zoloft being popped and uh you know know we have a standing rule around here no talk about the weather don't we what the hell's going on (laughs) 
Well, right. two Texans are getting that's together. Yeah. That's the it's thing. Like, you you, you know, talk about you talk, the weather. Yeah, you talk about well, the weather. It's a safe, safe subject. How's it How's it going there? Boy, this is some good lemonade, I'll tell you. Yeah. Well, we had a little bit of rain the other day, but I know it bypassed y'all over there, uh-huh. so uh, our crops are good. Yeah. <laughs> See, I mean, the great thing is if Washington had rain like Texas, it would just it would be done in like two days for the whole Absolutely. year. Absolutely. Yeah, then, that's what I tell know? people around here. This isn't mm-hmm. rain. This is mist. Uh, I call it drizzle, but yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mist. I mean, it's just it's depressing because the gray clouds just kind of hang <laughs> there you see them coming they hit uh-huh. and they hit hard everybody runs for cover mm-hmm. and then it rolls off and then it returns to 90 degrees and it's so humid your shirt you know shrinks on your back mm-hmm. yeah sounds great it, that's sounds all in about be- two sounds hours a lot better than overcast oh it is well yeah the sun's out right? everybody's happy <laughs> yeah. all right let's go into another yeah. song or- orchestrian is our guest today and this is titled know your shadow track is no your shadow orchestrian you have a chance to see them at the lighthouse in des moines on july 16th and on august 26th and 27th at the timeout saloon in kittitash you can always check our concert uh, calendar on our page they will be listed there um before we let you guys go real quick uh let's go back to the ep that you guys are working on uh you guys have any uh timeline a date that that thing's uh, coming out on or how many songs could be on it what, what's what's the story on the ep there's gonna be five songs uh four of them are recorded already just uh waiting for one more to be recorded and then we mix and master them so hopefully like uh i was hoping by the end of july I'm trying to get this process moving being that we've been together for like three years now and nothing (laughs) go to a show it's like how do we get your music yeah it's coming you can dream about it you can hear it you uh you guys have a a band profile on reverb though yes Mm -hmm. uh is there a place people can download your music or you just have to tune into nwcz radio and hear that sucker um i think we were talking about putting them up on a reverb nation to uh to download Mm -hmm. and uh and i think there's one other web, web soundcloud I think we got a SoundCloud account. Okay. Mm-hmm. So there's we should have that going pretty soon. Well, how can people get in touch with you? Um, uh, email, Facebook's the easiest. Mm-hmm. We're yeah. on there. Everybody like them on Facebook. It's the Orchestrian, O-R-C-H-E-S-T-R-I-O-N. I like these guys, man. I'm waiting for I'm waiting for this EP to come out. I want to well, hear more. I hope we great. get a copy of it. We will definitely rock that thing. And again, uh, go out and see them. Lighthouse in Des Moines. That's the local connection here in the uh, in the Puget Sound on July 16th and then if you're if you happen to be over in the east side August 26th and 27th timeout saloon Kittitas yeah. 
You gonna you gonna go to that show for old time's sake? For old time's sake, <laughs> come on, we, we want to. you to. You're like Sunday will come. You're like, where's Gimmer? He walk, he walks in. And everybody goes back. Gimmer. <laughs> yeah. If if uh, if you don't come, is there people we should say hello to there? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll talk about that off the air. Sure, yeah. sure. They may not want to be known publicly. Or maybe give us their home address now. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> if Gimmer knows them. <laughs> yeah, they might not want to have their name out there. <laughs> All right. Hey, Spencer and Evan from the Orchestrian, thank you guys so much for coming in, and best of luck with the new EP. Uh, shoot us a copy when you get it out, and we really enjoy playing your music on nwczradio.com. Well, thanks, thanks D. Thanks, yeah. Gamer. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank man. you, guys. All right. I want to thank Orchestrian for coming in and also uh, you know, laying down a nice little track for us. Yeah. Like those guys, some more SPU grads, which is yeah. always I mean, that's a lot of talent coming out of that school, man. I, I know. We should go hang out on campus and just, you know. <laughs> Soak it up. <laughs> all you agents out there, you talent scouts, just hang out on campus at SPU. <laughs> Except if you if you hang out there too long, they're just going to call then you the dirty creepy. old man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. I'm a talent scout. Why yeah, he, right. He shows up in this big bathrobe and flippies. I uh, want to remind everybody you can hear us on Stitcher. Stitcher, just click it off of our homepage on uh, nwconvergenzone.com. And uh, download that sucker, and you can hear us wherever you go on your phone. Um, lots of stuff going on on nwczradio.com. Let's go down the list of all the fine programming that we have. Uh, start with Sunday. Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. 7 o'clock, it's the Hardcore Hooligan Honky Tonk Radio. Although I don't think they're hardcore anymore. It's just Hooligan Honky Tonk Radio. <laughs> yeah. They've gone softcore. And then... <laughs> a little more mainstream. <laughs> yeah. you know. And then, of course, at, at, at 9 o'clock, 9 to 11, that's us, Northwest Convergence Zone. And moving to Monday, uh, you can hear me from yeah. uh, 5 to 7. New Music. New Music Monday. That's a fun show. I love doing that. And I don't know how many of you guys are digging it. But uh, that, what, I, what I'm really doing is just fill in time for the night shift. Because the night shift, yeah, because at 7 o'clock, Dave Sampson, the consummate professional, yep. the guy who knows the drill, lays down three hours of solid blues, northwest blues. He's got a great voice, too. He's got a great voice, and we have a lot of blues talent up here. You're familiar with that scene. I am. And then on uh, Tuesday at 7 o'clock, except for this last Tuesday because there was a uh, – Flim flammery going on, but <laughs> who knows what's going to happen any day of the week. <laughs> uh, scheduled is the aquarium, and that's a great program. I felt really bad it didn't go on. In fact, we played it three times this week to make up for it. To make up for it. So, um, the aquarium with Hayden uh, Kingfish and Big Mike. That's on from seven to eight, and then uh, Chance, man, Chance got this thing rocking the Northwest Metal Zone from eight. To ten, do people two. love that show or what? They love that show, man. I mean, I see things posted on Facebook about everyone's agog because and all of, you know flutter because he's coming to a show. They don't even do that for us. No. Chance from Northwest Metal. And here's what I love because Chance is like, Chance is like my pal. He's a bud, yeah. And but he's not the kind of guy who you know you would look at and go, you know, he's got you know you know with sleeve you know sleeves <laughs> of tats and what? No. No, no. He shows up. Uh, he's, he, an he, account, he's, he's an accountant, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, but he'll usually, you know, he'll have like a you know, hockey shirt oh, yeah. on. Be, so, I mean, he'll be rocking some metal. Still, you know, you're, you're not going to go, oh, that guy. There's the metal guy. Hosts this incredible, you know, radio show that yeah. uh, these, all these metal bands, rightfully so, because he'll get them played. 
and it, and he pumps them as well. They're they're falling all over each other, right. sending him stuff in and from all it. over the country and all over the world. Yeah. I love it. It's awesome. His he mailbox a, is full. Does a great <laughs> job. Then uh, we move to Wednesday, and starting at five, going dark Wednesday, five to seven is Grit Rock with uh, DJ Darren Selector. And if you have not caught that show, that's an off the hook show. Yep. Darren is out of his mind. <laughs> I appeared on that show last Wednesday. Did you? Yeah. He, he is out of his freaking skull. His references that he pulls out and stuff, I'm just like, where? what is this dude on? Okay, I didn't appear on him on a show, but I appeared as, uh, you know, working at the Peach Pit. Oh, right. Uh, all, uh, oh, okay. Uh, Beverly Hills 90210. It was the Gimmer working at the Peach Pit. Awesome. It was like, yeah, great. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, 7 to 8 o'clock on Wednesday is Musical Yarns of the Counterculture. And Kevin digs some awesome tunes out. That is a yep. definitely a music-driven show. He does a great job on that. And, of course, if you uh, listen on the 6th, he's going to be live with the Fun Police. And then starting at 8 o'clock, going to 9.30, right? You guys go to 9.30? Live. Live from the Rock Pit. It's Enter the Rock Pit with the Gimmer and Chance. Fantastic show. You guys have interviews with bands, lay down some serious tracks. Ben Union a couple weeks ago. Oh, man. You guys have had a lot of people on that show. Bonhammer, you had Adam Green. I always see somebody in here. EJ was on your show. So then we're going to move to Thursday. And, of course, Thursday from 6 to 7 p.m., we have the Seattle Music Insider with our own Greg Roth. I love him. (laughs) We love that show. right. Diamond Dave's brother. No, it's a great show. We are getting good response on that. And then 7 to 8 p.m., of course, is the uh, Northwest Music Scene show. And that's Glenn and all the boys. The best-looking guys on the network. (laughs) (laughs) Then starting at 9 to 10 is the Savage Earnest Rock Report. You need to stay up for that or check it out in their podcast form or whatever. Fantastic show. And, of course, Ernest Jasmine knows everybody, and he brings it all and informs you about whatever's going on, man. And uh, rounding it out for the week is Friday from 8 to 10. It's To The Rhythm with DJ Databit, and that's that's another great show. We also replay that show on Tuesday nights, so you can always catch that uh, Tuesday nights at 10 o'clock. But in its fresh entity... Friday night because I think that's such a good show and I know a lot of people are out on Friday nights but it's a tech it's a techno house dance type thing and yeah. I've listened you know, to, I've listened to it since yeah they do a, they do a fantastic job so we're we're loaded up we have a couple of new shows that you know are in the works that we're going to be hopefully uh, adding here soon. and if you didn't catch all that you can go to our website yeah nwczradio.com dot com look at double D on top of it wow all right because I got lost he's there technologically whole, savvy. No, I got lost during your uh, talk there. So. <laughs> the words got in the way with his brain. Oh, good Lord. That Too many happen. talky words. What yeah. is going on? All this Too many sounds. big words. <laughs> All right. Well, Syllables. I think that's about it for this week. Uh, tune in next week because we have um, coming up for us. Uh, I'll pull it up here in a second because I know we have people that are going to be on this show. <laughs> My computer just crashed. Let's go man. to the website. This is, no, no. We got Counterfist, and we're also be talking to Sean Rohrbach. He's, he's an author, and I believe 8 Days Clean is going to stop by because they have a brand new CD. So we got stuff rocking through July, and uh, everybody, tell your friends, Northwest Convergence Zone, tell your friends about Seattle Music Insider Radio, NWCZ Radio. We're out to take over the world. We need your help. That's right. <laughs> All right, I'm Big D. I'm the Gimmer. I'm Double D. Greg Roth. 
And this is the Northwest Convergence Zone. Where all things come together. See you next week. Foxy, we love you, babe. Hurry back.